0: Prime Ministers
1: and Presidents
0: may come and go, but the certainty of exemplary entertainment on the Midweek Drive
1: and the Midweek Drive Morning Edition
0: remains.
1: That's Lily Holloman affecting an accent.
2: It's like the 1980s never went away. Hey, you, Rocksteady Crew! Bye, Rocksteady Crew. In my oh, contemplated moments, I did think actually, what a great tune that would be if Robin Pierce contemplated doing some dad dancing at his daughter's wedding sometime in the whole thing. I, I just, I think you could go with that, Robin. What, what say you?
3: Oh, I think that um, it's certainly got possibilities.
2: <laughs> I mean, you, um, you strike me as you know, somebody we, I've who... I've got to do
3: some dad dancing. Well, I mean, you well, know, I might be 60, but I've still got the mood.
2: This is it. And I, I do feel that you, know, you strike me as certainly every time you're in the Starburst offices, socially distanced, of course, you will probably actually be spinning around on your, on, on your head and so on. you know, listening to Hey You, Rock Steady Crew by, of course, Rock Steady Crew.
3: Well, it's, either that or the Bee Gees. Who knows? Right
2: it's a, it's a classic we've got another little musical tease for you in the not too distant future uh but it's time for robin's review in which he selects uh, one or two items that have been emerging from our regular podcast uh world and oeuvre a bit like succotash hollywood which we were putting together uh recently you can actually download that with uh, uh mark hirschand comedian and indeed saturday night live writer from succotash which as I alluded to in the actual piece, Robin. I always thought was connected with uh, Tweety uh, Sylvester. Exactly. Uh,
3: I can't hear the word succotash
2: no. without wanting to say, Do you mean suffering? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, th- those of us who were to wear this side of the Atlantic of the bean collection that succotash actually is, when you come across the show called succotash, you think, Fine, it's a, I know where he's going for. Anyway, always be revealed when you get a chance to listen to that. What have you been listening to from our output this week, Robin Pierce?
3: Is it me, or are you being really, really prolific right now?
2: I think I am being fairly prolific. It's a kind of uh, freedom and joy of being able to actually uh, use the communications industry in a way which not only helps save the planet, because we don't have to travel around up and down so much, but also there's a a lot of uh, stuff that's out there, and I like to feel we we can produce some some nice material to go through that. Plus, of course, there's always the notion, if we do go into heavy lockdown, at least there's a bank of material that's already up there.
3: Absolutely. I mean, we're... we're you're building up quite excuse me that's, that's it's my Bo hello
2: Bow. hello Bo Amazon sit delivery. down Bo <laughs> sit down sit down Bo. oh no Shep oh well never mind
3: um, there's one that I know what I listen to the other one I you sent me a link and I listened and I liked it but I can't find it anywhere on the podcast list. But I know I found. I, I've, I've listened to it. Ooh. Either that, or I had a really, really vivid dream.
2: Dream, Yes, it was. It was all a dream, Robin. Honestly, it was all a dream. That's, that's I, it. I
3: expect to be coming out of the shower like yeah. you know,
2: sort of um, Bobby Ewing in Bobby Dallas. Ewing.
3: But hey, big news for us this week is that Wales is no longer under lockdown.
2: No, I know. Very impressed. Wow,
3: you know, we're we we're, we're, we're sort of coming out like like like, um, well, a race of little dobbies who've just been given a sock. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you Mark Drakeford. Yes. Thank you Mark Drakeford. <laughs> or perhaps even better would be, you know, I am Robert Duval opening that manhole cover and seeing the sun for the first time in THX 1138.
2: Of course, of course, yes, and, and, and you know that whole aspect in terms of uh, knowing that uh, the Parliament of Westminster have such uh, good judgments that they can, after telling us to stay away from uh, the office, they say get back to the office. Now, I'm sorry, actually, you need to think global warming, uh, carbon footprint, and I will say this again, I've said it several times beforehand, I have zero intention or desire to A, go to the cinema, go to Uh, pubs or indeed any of the kind of constrained uh, areas that one once might have possibly frequented
3: um i'm taking it nice and easy doing things at my own pace i will be avoiding crowds yeah if i go to a cinema um it won't be until next month and it will be to something that I know will be a quieter screening, mm. that if they're showing anything I want to see. I won't be going there opening night. It might be, I don't know, a Monday afternoon.
4: Mm. Mm.
3: So in between all, all this, um, this sudden freedom, of course, you've been giving us quality, thoughtful, considerate audio entertainment. And the first thing I listened to was actually a Zoom interview show that you did mm. now i'm 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 liking the embracing of zoom that you're doing mm. because i'm benefiting benefiting from it as well of because course. i find it far easier to chat with you when i can yep. see you on a screen
2: exactly yeah.
3: um but it just means that i've got to keep my head still so i'm not bobbing around like a flamingo on speed um,
2: so ha- hasn't Stephen actually and, and Maria haven't they actually sorted out the constraints a la Hannibal Lecter for you as yet
3: <laughs> they strapped me to the chair but I bit through it there you go so the first one I listened to um, had Eleanor Dean talking about Norcon 6 mm. And you both mentioned, and I went on the website as I was listening, how this is the UK's friendliest convention.
2: Well, it's the claim. I I mean, this is a tough call, isn't it? Because clearly there are things like Sci-Fi Scarborough. There's obviously Sci-Fi Weekender. There are lots of other areas. I think as far as I'm aware, it's one of those things. I mean, we could say we are the, you know, Resonance Rewind is the friendliest podcast in the universe. And because we've made that claim, which is perfectly true, of course, you know, it's been like claiming your, staking your claim there and then. It is. Yes. Yes. Well, it is true. But yeah.
3: what makes it so friendly?
2: I don't know. I've never been there. She was one of my students, so who knows, you know. Never... We, we,
3: you and I are going to have to visit this, you know, and this we're, we're going to have to make a judgment call. Yeah. Yeah. And also, 2021,
2: right in the middle of the World Cup or something.
3: Oh, oh yes, anything to avoid football. Yes. Um Zoomers, here's a question that occurred to me. Now, you you mentioned that we are now zoomers right
2: mm. not boomers zoomers
3: ah here's where I'm going you see um, once again once again we're on the same page there you go because we're boomers both of us mm. are we boomer zoomers
2: I would like to think so you know it's the next generation for the that was why that ice lolly that paved the way for Fat Larry's band Who's Zooming Who and others oh ours.
3: absolutely <laughs> it's all there yes I was more of a MIVY man myself but uh-huh. there we go um, Graham Harper, I had no idea that the um, practice of tilting the camera was called a Dutch tilt.
2: Really? Oh, it's a film critic, so, so skilled yourself, I must, I must, that I me, Robin. I never me, knew that. Right.
3: Um, when I saw Dutch Tilt, I thought, ooh, is this something that we should should be talking about on a a family show? Yeah,
2: the the villains, the villains in Batman always use the Dutch Tilt because it was to demonstrate that they were a little bit skew, a little bit, you know, tense, and so on. Well,
3: that's a quote from Adam West, isn't it? Because he was asked, why do they always tilt the screen on the villains? And he thought, you know, looked thoughtfully, and he said, because they were crooked.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um... He also mentioned the Welsh Western. Mm. Good grief. Do tell me more.
2: It's been his dream and ambition, actually, and he's got the scripts uh, sorted and a whole variety of other things as well for, for Graham uh, to talk about how the early cowboys in uh, America were all uh, from uh, Wales and parts of Wales and so on. And so he wanted to actually put uh, together a storyline which actually tells the tale of how actually uh, the cowboys were very much Welsh in origin.
3: And of course, there still is a Welsh speaking settlement in Patagonia. There you are Then you went to the haunting refrains of the Picard theme. Oh, that's a tug of the heartstrings. Mm. I like that mm. music. Mm. And you talked to Dr. Chris Dowes, mm. who had issues with discovery. Now discovery I haven't really watched i have the I have the blu rays, but I haven't really watched because when i when I was about to start, Picard came on. Uh, streaming, and I was already watching, or re-re-re-re-re-re-watching the original series, mm. and I thought, I don't want to over, over-egg this.
2: No, of course.
3: So um, I have got Discovery, and a lot of people have issues with it, and I want to see what those issues are. I, w- I want my own take on everything. Yeah. Kind of I had issues with Deep Space Nine, in that every alien race had a ridged forehead, um, when I it all started with
2: the Klingons, of course. Of course. The revamped Klingons, the people, the, the things we don't talk about. We don't like to talk about it. But no,
3: the, yeah. um, where they all had a Greg's pasty mm. pasted to their foreheads. Mm. But I revisited um, Deep Space Nine last year, and I loved it a great deal more this
4: time. Mm. And
3: I think that what was happening was, um, when it was broadcast, it was broadcast at the same time as Babylon 5.
4: Yes.
2: And I
3: thought, there's only so much... Dank Frontier gun
2: smoke in space that you can actually take yeah
3: space stations that you can you can actually take but i I also rediscovered, as did Dr. Dows, my love for T- Star Trek by watching Picard mm. and i'm I'm in complete agreement that Picard gives Star Trek nemesis some resonance that it didn't have previously
2: nice plug there rewind resonance, see what he did there very uh-huh. good
3: yeah. Uh huh. I don't throw this stuff together. <laughs> no. yet. You know? So that was that show. Then I listened to a show that came out, I believe, on the seventh, oh. where you talk to our old friend Mike Dooley. Yes. Now I always like enjoy I, t- listening to to Mr. Dooley, and of course I I, I get his emails and. I, I read his, his...
2: When you think you're doomed, uh, you realise you're not, but you're only sort of doomed because you think you are, so don't think it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I had to sort that
2: out okay. i tell you what, Robert, before we go on to the second thing, let me give you a little musical test here. Uh, it's a little tune which uh, certainly resonated with myself over the years. I wonder if you can guess where it was first featured. Are you ready for this? Yes. I'll tell you that it was Every Mother's Son by uh who were the band and of course the tune was Come On Down to My Boat. One of the only actually hits that they actually had. But what T V series does it actually relate to? See, Hmm.
3: you've already blown me completely out of the water because I had two guesses.
2: Yes, okay. The
3: first, had it been a film, I'd have thought, is it that awful pop song that they play in Dracula AD 1972 Ah. before the police bust up the party? They were called Stonehenge. Yeah, not not every mother's song. No, Um, no, no. My second guess would have been the monkeys but i'm mm,
2: yeah the, the, you know, elements I, of that okay let's let's go into clue time it was both a movie and a tv show a movie and a tv show and the movie which i actually think i first saw it in the cinema was hang in, on yes hang on yes hang on yeah
3: was it the opening to the karate killers
2: yeah where well, ah. he's there you did <laughs> or okay the Karate Killers the um,
3: Five Daughters Affair
2: part one and part two of course exactly which of course features Kim Darby who will of course be connected with Miri the second of our Resonance Rewind features uh, on the Star Trek thing that we're actually doing later on this week
3: I've I've got a little confession to make here Mm -hmm. that was a Man From Uncle episode that Mm. was made into a film of course yes and I I was going to suggest that for a future episode
2: well you see that, there we are you know it's We're on it's, the same <laughs> wavelength <laughs> exactly you know that works So, and you've got Herbert Lom in the you know you you've Joan Crawford you know it's amazing yeah. you know anyway uh, so, so we just sort of set the scene there teasing ahead with of course as uh, say the and of course um let's not forget the fabulous and sadly much missed uh, Jill Island of course former wife of David McCallum and Charles Bronson yes. uh, who uh, did the the, the shaken boogie in a non-politically correct era uh which clearly we would never actually sort of see on our screen today unless and it she is.
3: also caught the eye of spock
2: lennon nimoy Side of paradise uh, they're, they're exactly yes uh, obviously not not in a sort Leila of, Colombe, of I precisely believe. yeah if there are private purgatories and we all have to live in them mine can be no different than anybody else's
3: absolutely
2: oh, the story of my life let us move on Thank
3: you right uh i then listened to a show that i don't know what it was um because i can't find it uh just a quick reprise there uh mike dooley yes and i'm always interested in his take on what's going on i i don't consider myself a particularly spiritual person but there's something in it but that's another talk for another day and i was interested in him going um taking the route that we are experiencing a birthing and growing pains to a new normal. Mm. I, I completely agree with him. But hopefully, you know, we're going to be better people.
4: Mm.
3: Uh, you mentioned that, you know, the, the whole coronavirus might be a blight or a blessing. And I've been thinking about that a lot prior to you saying it. And I've concluded it's an opportunity for what I can only term as a global reboot. It's an opportunity to decide to be better. You know, it's always a good day to have a
2: great day, isn't it? Exactly. And this is one of the reasons why, you know, Boris, in terms of insisting people go back to the office, I think you're wrong, again, uh, because there are things you can actually do just as efficiently, in fact, more efficiently in some instances, away from the office rather than actually slogging up and down to actually get there in the first place.
4: Absolutely,
3: yes. Of course, here in Wales, we have no guidance whatsoever or or requirement to wear face
2: masks. (laughs) And
3: I have a particularly dashing Batman
2: one. Uh, Exactly. I know you're very tempted to actually use that on a regular basis, even on our video Zoom links.
3: Indeed. I mean, this is the only time I can ever walk into a bank wearing a mask and it's okay.
2: Especially if you say give me your money.
3: (laughs) Uh, After that, you had the delightful Annette Andre and a cameo by arthur wenger
4: mm, mm, yeah. um
3: i was we really should do a randall hopkirk episode yes uh, of rewind yeah. with with uh, Ms. andre i course. think she'd be
2: possibly up for that which was yeah. good yeah.
3: and maybe maybe i mean you know could you make a fanboy's dream come true could we cover an episode of the adams family with arthur
2: you know, yes, let's, let's go with that as well I'll be speaking, yeah. I'll be speaking to him later on today uh, assuming Arthur uh, Well, basically Annette will hold his hand no doubt because Arthur and computers, they don't work together well <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how delightful is that <laughs> yeah, exactly
3: then we heard from Jessica Bertis, who I am so looking forward to to working mm, with yeah. this coming week yeah. on another show that I listen to now there, there, there's this new show that you have mentioned we both have um, called Resonance Rewind, and it's a show with um, two fine erudite gentlemen uh, talking about episodes of of cult TV shows yeah. from the past and and films. The the scope of what can be covered here huge, is huge, limited. massive, humongous, and I can I can see. Pretty much like the when the A team had to break um, howling mad Murdoch
2: mm.
3: out of the um, the the security unit. Yeah,
2: indeed, or, or indeed work with Robert Vaughan, who was their leader, which tied them in with the Man from Uncle for a period of time in the indeed, end of the and sequence.
3: He did co-star. Uh, they they had um, David McCallum with them in yes. one episode, yes. and that was called the something or other. It affair. was
2: indeed. Yes,
3: um, I was thinking. I love it know, when a
2: plan comes together, Robin.
3: In years to come will siren fm or siren radio sorry i'm old school have to send somebody down to the broken down broadcaster's home to break us all out both of us out where we're there in adjoining rooms locked up to to record you know the three thousandth episode
2: of Precisely. Resonance Rewind. Do you think? Exactly. In fact, you yeah, we, we probably will look to, to to transfer. Curious enough, Resonance Rewind at present remains a podcast only special. Ah, yeah. So we'll we'll see. Got to, it's kind. Of, it's driving that web audience, like webisodes, it is. and so. It is all very good it is. Uh, but usually yes, they're recorded on Wednesdays and then delivered to, uh, to the world shortly afterwards with as I say hopefully Jessica becoming a bit of a regular we've got two newbies joining us uh, next week Poppy uh, Morgan uh, no Poppy Booth I don't know it Poppy Booth and uh, who's our station philosopher of course uh, and um, Jenny Bill who is It'll not it
3: would be interesting to hear what they have to say say about it
2: <laughs> they may yeah, say so nothing they bring Star I mean, Trek yeah, to a new audience. Yeah, exactly
3: um, okay it's time for the contributor of, it is. Well, it is, Robin. contributor of the stuff that I've listened to I would go hands down Dr. Chris Dowes because I so enjoyed what he said mm. and you know I'm always up for a good old discussion about Star Trek one of the big loves of my life and a lot of what he said and what you said as well was resonating so I'll go with Dr. Chris
2: Dowes there you go Chris will be pleased and who knows as I say maybe one of the awards might be we could invite Chris to join us on a, re, a Resonance Rewind or just another feature that we put together You know, yeah. we, could, we could look at that um, whilst we've been speaking uh, Robin I have because this this show actually does go out live but only if you're in the James Cook University Hospital at Southside Broadcasting on Saturdays yeah. uh, otherwise you have to wait just a little bit you know a few hours maybe until it actually is downloadable uh, but Eloise Sheehan has been texting me uh, she started off at 10.46 actually with is there anywhere for me to still do siren I am working from 2 till 7 on Saturdays oh not even a sad face but I could tell she was a sad face there to which I responded fairly, fairly promptly at 10:51 with of course zoom session will work and then 10:54 Tuesday at 5 p.m. to which she's responded at 11 13 thank you so much there we are Ah, yeah. <laughs> so, in some way, shape, or form, I know I haven't ruled out. And I well, obviously, we, Eloise will join us eventually. But I thought, no, we've already got two or three. I think we need to keep our our, our zoomers at presence to a maximum of five. Really, I think that's that's Agreed. that's uh, yes. So, otherwise, Agreed. you know, uh, Robin, have you had a reasonably interesting telephonic link with us on the program today? I have
3: loved it as ever.
2: And are you back with us again? Well, clearly, I mean, the contract's already signed, sealed, and delivered. Uh, assuming you don't injure yourself doing the rock crew dance, or indeed every mother's son, which is another one. <laughs> work together um, and uh, play play as Herbert Lom would say to his musicians you know and they, they just have to keep going uh, strange enough Every Mother's Son that was their biggest hit and, and then after that despite their pre- only hit yeah they uh, they have an album uh, they did produce an album which is, is pretty good and it, it's certainly it's very very 60s in its feel but it's still it was, yeah
3: it was very psychedelic wasn't it yeah because that, that's how I got to the Karate Killers I tried to think exactly. disco scenes disco scenes yeah. disco scenes it wasn't the one that I thought it was well, no. It was a silver TV I, I, series, and then I thought, yeah. oh, God, it can only be The Man from Uncle.
2: I, exactly. Yeah. And, and The Karate Killers, of course, yeah. uh, was a wonderful movie. But, you know, curiously, that was more disco than the Discotheque Affair episode, which was not only disco in a, in a sort of limited sense, really. But,
3: Absolutely. Uh, when discotheques were the. Well, they were pretty new,
2: weren't they? And if if we talked about Harlan Ellison's the do-it-yourself, the sort of do-it-yourself dreadful affair with the android robots uh, who who start sort of attacking people at a whim, so to speak, don't know where we're going to go with Muriel, but still, so it goes. Uh, uh, These are the sort of nuggets of information we've scattered throughout the whole thing. The bottom line is Robin Pierce will return.
3: Thank you,
4: sir.
5: Sleeping bag, I'm not gonna move. Got some words on cardboard. Got your picture in my hand. Saying, if you see this girl, can you tell her where I am? Some try to hand me money. Maybe i get famous as the man who can't be moved And maybe you won't mean to, but you see me on the news And you'll come running to the corner
2: understand the sentiments but at the same time really if you're just going to camp on the corner and refuse to move then you're going to be moved away it, it's going to happen you know it's just yeah, sometimes the script they produce some good stuff but the man who can't be moved perhaps the man who won't be moved doesn't want to be moved maybe just in the scan i don't know zoe james is with us how are you zoe yes i'm
6: very well thank you how are you
2: I'm good and as I say getting used to an environment where yes an awful lot of my stuff is now being delivered online I'm talking to students online I'm sorting out the material via zoom of course online I endeavoured to actually sort of do full presentations for the virtual open day online yesterday I'm thinking actually this is really saving the planet because my mileage has gone down carbon footprint's gone down so I'm not necessarily that keen to say get back to the office why to actually wreck the planet think about this whole thing Unlike me, of course, Zoe, you are saving the planet and saving animals as well. Because, congratulations, you have just completed successfully your first ever week as a fully qualified, appropriately uh, well sorted, and general all round wonderful vet. Well done, Zoe James. <laughs>
6: Thank you very much.
2: Now, how has it been going? Overall, has it been uh, positive? I mean, has it been. Uh, you know, wh- what's been the most challenging thing you've had so far?
6: Oh, gosh. Um... I'm
2: not sure about. I was terrified of Monday morning. Zoe, <laughs> so, you, look—you are a midweek driver. That automatically gives you superpowers. Uh, you have been Robin Pierce's contributor of the week. That also automatically adds further superpowers to you. And you know, you are a number one zoomer because the, the fact of the matter is, of the fifty odd zoomers we've done so far, your location in the car and moving the car, thanks to the person <laughs> behind, still remains by far the number one system. So there's nothing to worry about, Zoe. <laughs> honestly. <laughs>
6: Well, yes, we got
2: to the end of the week, so I suppose that's all that matters, isn't yep, it? this is true. So, so uh, w- 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 was it a case of, I hope I don't have to sort of you know, deal with that particular animal? I mean, uh, was well, it just been horses this week, or have I been a collection? No, just
6: horses. That's oh. all I'm doing, one species at a time. Um, conquering the <laughs> yeah. world.
2: Con- Zoe Jameson, she's <laughs> conquering the world one species at a time. <laughs>
6: awesome. um, but, yeah, it's been really fun, actually. I've had a great week
2: excellent uh tiring but enjoyable that's the important yeah. thing uh so any any particular complaints i mean you know clearly in the days of dr doolittle they could communicate with horses and he knew exactly what was going on there uh how, how have you found the actual what, what, what i mean are there any treatments you can actually share in terms of well if if you have a horse that's feeling really a little bit this is what we did it should do
6: um we've had quite a variety of cases this week mm-hmm. um and i suppose i well we were talking about it yesterday um i think i've been thrown straight in at the deep end because the hospital is extremely busy yeah um and we were very well we didn't have any stables left yesterday so <laughs> that's never right. a
2: good sign is right. it right yeah 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 perhaps perhaps we should actually do what they did in the height of the coronavirus and consider actually opening up the uh, excel center and actually go for that <laughs> no, maybe not um is this because actually there's been a kind of dearth of vets actually dealing with, with, with horses, have have these horses a bit like people saying, oh, I'll put off going to the dentist because of so-and-so, so-and-so, or uh, other aspects, other, other issues relating to that, or, or is it just an anomaly that's not related to the COVID-19 thing at all?
6: Um, I suppose people probably uh, put off routine things yeah. during the height of lockdown, right. and now are starting to get those done again. Sure. Um now but yeah it's
2: great we, we've featured you obviously when in the past you've actually had not obviously at the same time in case people are saying what surely shouldn't she be doing the veterinary stuff as opposed to actually doing the live commentary at the same time she could do that but you know uh, horses with colic that sprung to mind uh, and so on um uh, we've had a few of those this week right right uh, and 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 these horses are they are they kind of the thoroughbreds are they the kind of family horses are they horses that are competitive that take part in eventing and such like w- where do they actually come from
6: yeah, I think um I'm quite lucky in my location that um I've got a bit of a variety of everything. Yep. The majority of our clients are thoroughbreds. Sure. Um but we do get a lot of other sport horses and yeah. pleasure horses too. And
2: <laughs> to to keep the doctor do little thing going, at least uh, as far as I'm aware, you haven't actually de- had to deal with a push me pull you as yet. Fictitious <laughs> animal, but you never know. Or unicorns, either of those two things would 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 work really, but uh, <laughs> um so Five days into the whole sort of system, is it still a case of yes, Newbury rules because actually it's it's working well because again, we spoke that you were you were sorting out your accommodation and such like. Has that all been settled now? Is it a case of you have at least a weekend to to breathe, apart from of course your media commitments and so on?
6: Yes, indeed. I am going well, I've actually got a pony arriving tomorrow, so got to get some things organized for that um and i'm
2: going to unpack the rest of my stuff today so yeah. See, that's, she hasn't even had chance to unpack her stuff <laughs> this is this is the sort of and i know i could hear the people sort of saying immediately saying hasn't zoe got some sort of valet or or, or assistance to actually do that for her i know i'm equally <laughs> shocked i wish <laughs> exactly i i you know we would have to get that spike is shaking his head saying what she hasn't she hasn't got a valet to actually unpick un- our stuff it's just, maybe
6: it's,
2: i'll have to get that organized the next well time. it's it's job opportunity that's the key thing um <laughs> so we'll keep it keep it to the to hook the, because who knows you may uh, so i've just just i've managed to find the facebook correspondence we actually there which of course with your good self it's woohoo wonderful it's <laughs> great super busy because uh, we're talking about our next Zoomer that we're putting together we suggested a couple of times one of which was actually today where actually if you were able to join us at 5pm today it would be a multi-Zoomer because it'd be a multi-Zoomer with Chloe Rose Tessa Snot and maybe even Rachel Abbott so it would be a, a combinations a combi-Zoomer yeah. perhaps a, <laughs> a combi-Zoomer combi-Zoomer <laughs> like, we, we, yeah, we, we, it's nearly Harvest
6: We get
2: a Combine Harvester yeah, well, um, yeah but, but not because as you know having played Combine Harvester I've got a brand new <laughs> Combine Harvester I give you the key. I don't want to go down that route, Zoe. Please.
7: Okay,
6: sorry, we'll step,
2: away. Step, step away from that. Um, <laughs> and, and indeed, be very careful if you're dealing with a combine harvester, because if you step wrongly, you could lose a leg. Um, so, that's either that, or, or we could do a zoomer tomorrow, but then again, you might be dealing with the arrival of a new pony tomorrow, so who knows what oh, could yeah. happen. Let me have a that. look at your
6: message and I
2: will. The, that, the, exactly, because <laughs> I simply said, any thoughts on the above possibilities? Dead silence sorry, sorry, for three or four sorry. days. I thought, fair enough. I <laughs> just. We're just <laughs> she's either she's either locked into something or it's something I said I don't know I think you locked in my work <laughs> exactly exactly so Zoe bottom line is have you had a reasonably interesting telephonic phoner with us today has it been good for you
7: it has indeed yes.
2: it's alright it's calm uh, so the next critical question is will you be good enough to return again in the very near future either via telephone because obviously Saturday starts to become quite fairly standard but you know we, we'd love to see you on a Zoomer as well will you be back again
7: yes hopefully
2: the horses of the world are applauding their hooves if you can think about that they're applauding their hooves they're clapping their hooves they're doing something with their hooves not that please okay um zoe will return
8: This one goes out to the one I've left behind, a simple cry. i to
2: As we move to our station philosopher, of course, it can only be Poppy Booth. How are you, Poppy? Well, very well thank you Marvelous, and we're already planning and hopefully have managed to get the contracts almost signed for Poppy to join us via another Zoomer for Resonance Rewind it's very exciting mm-hmm. uh, and this time uh, your, bo- your book of the month uh, which features yourself of course with some good kind thoughts from uh, Jenny Finch um, will be uh, put together and released to the world shortly although some people might have already heard the precursor to that and uh, here you are uh, going to be taking part in uh, another little review sort of programme uh, have you watched the Star Trek series before? I
7: no,
2: I've never seen it. Never se- so actually, <laughs> going to Netflix where you can actually if you are you are you on Netflix? So is it a case of yeah? yeah. So yeah. going there and and looking at Star Trek, the season one episode MIRI M I R I will be a whole new experience for you.
4: It will indeed.
2: Yeah there we are because that's going to be the topic of resonance rewind and uh that's why you're going to be taking part in the whole thing which is great because uh, you'll share that with uh, jessica bertis uh, who has is a relative newcomer as well even though her parents have been insisting in north carolina that she should be watching more star trek we're kind of educating even though she's left the university of lincoln now to, to go back to the states as well so it, it all connects to that um anyway moving on philosopher of the week today poppy it can only be something beginning with p is that correct
7: it is correct, yeah. I was thinking about what what to talk about today and mm. I figured actually a lot of people listening might have, you know, completely zero philosophy knowledge, so mm. I might as well take it back to basics, exactly. back to the one of the OG philosophers. Mm. So I've gone with Plato today.
2: Like Poppy, five letters in the name, what's not to appreciate.
7: Yeah, perfect perfect name composition some say. Um so yeah, I've gone with that and I thought I would talk about his specifically his cave analogy, because that kind of uh, encapsulates why he thinks talking about philosophy is important. And I think we know since I'm talking about philosophy, I may as well justify that by um, explaining why some people think that that's uh, a good thing to do. So that's why I thought I'd go with this analogy
2: makes every sense of the world and plato's cave in a sense is something which still echoes today because the matrix series of course by the wachowskis uh very much detail that whole system that ultimately we're living in an illusion we are simply looking at the shadows in the cave and somehow that notion of perfection that perfection in reality whatever that happens mm-hmm. to be is ever beyond our, our reach yes yeah.
7: yeah so in, in a basic sense to explain what it is it's basically you imagine a cave and there's a a load of people and they represent just uh, society as we are sat in this cave and they are uh, chained up and looking at a wall of the cave and what they can see on the wall are shadows that are cast by um, puppets that are behind them so they can't see the puppets directly they are just looking at the shadows and the shadows basically represent everything that we can perceive by our human senses so I'm looking right now at just a table, and so this table I'm looking at is simply just a shadow of a table. And so what Plato says is that one person in this cave, who uh, represents the philosopher, one day escapes the cave, and he climbs out of the cave into the uh, world above the cave, and the sun is there, and he sees the sun and realizes that the sun is what's casting the light on these shadows. Um, to create this illusion that the other people are looking at, and so the sun is actually the source of truth, and then everything above in this world uh, is kind of the perfect um, the perfect existence of all the objects that people are seeing down below so uh, there is actually a table uh, somewhere else that represents the perfect idea of a table, and the one that I'm looking at is simply just a shadow of that table, so I can still recognize that it 's a table because you know it's it's a a brief shadow of it but in fact there's there's lots of other tables which are all as this one is reflects the perfect table that is elsewhere and so plato says that this philosopher has now discovered the truth and his job now is to go back down into the cave and try and get more people to um discover that truth with him so in uh in short that guy now Uh, is a philosopher and he's trying to find a higher truth than what he can sense with his human senses and that's why philosophy is important because it allows us to see the actual truth instead of just shadows of it or reflections of it.
2: Ultimately it's that enlightenment to to use the the concept that that you know, is at the heart of this thing because, as you said, uh, whether you've got a religious particular point of view, I mean, it's often said that Saint Paul was very much philosopher uh, echoed by by kind of the, the teachings of Plato and the line of that. Completely different eras, of course, but again, uh, the, the interesting thing for me, Poppy, is that you know, currently you're in a world where, if you look at cosmologists and you look at uh, physicists and scientists within that, actually, yes, that act- most of the stuff that we see, including ourselves, is simply empty space. That mm. it's just the way. In which things are put together so that that physicality that we feel when we put our hand on a table for instance is ultimately an illusion hence the line nothing is real and we live in a world of illusions uh, which when you look at the political situation is probably not too difficult to, to appreciate but uh,
7: yeah <laughs> it's almost better if you look at it that way i think in the moment
2: well and, and does it get to the stage where yeah, as you say in terms of actually having a real understanding in life that as you say plato clearly thousands of years ago when he was first coming up with the whole notion of uh, a way of of living a love of knowledge and appreciation of that um even though admittedly as uh, i can hear people occasionally say yeah but didn't, didn't agree with slavery and uh, and and the, the, the slaves etc yeah okay so he's flawed but it does as we looked at last week nietzsche you still consider this whole notion of what it means, how we do, do we develop it. Curiously enough, uh, there is an episode of Star Trek entitled Plato's Stepchildren, which again might be worth considering because it was banned in Britain for, for several years. Uh, there's a limited connection with respect to the Platonian view of life, but it's, it's, it's an interesting take on, uh, on the whole aspect of, uh, of reality and yeah. what it works, etc. So if I was to put the question to you, which might be a tough one at present, Plato, utilitarianism, or Nietzsche? Where would you go so far in terms of, I'd go for so-and-so?
7: Oh, I think think right now, I think Nietzsche is the one I
2: would
7: go with. But I, I do appreciate a lot of, you know, Plato was completely instrumental in a lot of modern philosophy, so... You can't knock him for, yeah. for trying, but yeah, and, I think and, at the and moment and Nietzsche calls to me the most.
2: Undoubtedly, in the cosmos, he'll be saying, you know, that's why I have five letters in my name, a bit like Poppy, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, very sorted. Yeah. Uh, Poppy, have you had a reasonably interesting telephonic link with us on the programme today?
7: Indeed I have
2: as we begin to, to conclude the first hour of the Madrid Drive uh, which if you're listening on Siren Radio with a brand spanking new transmitter and everything uh, will probably be I'd say oh approaching uh, approaching 10 to 6 or thereabouts on of course Wednesday July the uh, 15th which curious enough as uh, things would happen is probably about the same time simultaneously Poppy simultaneously where you'd be going out to the world via Siren Radio and indeed anybody else who's downloading podcasts and so on you might also at the same time be engaging in another podcast called resonance rewind i mean it's it's like you know more media than the, yeah, i yeah. mean what's the reality in that where's the reality no, and I, it, yeah. it
7: all exists at the same time
2: and, and and we'll be able to see you hopefully because it'll be a zoomer session as well extraordinary exciting. It's, it's exactly so uh i think i'm gonna to have to have a lie down in a platonic cave